It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to NGSE Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. This is the Happy Hour Network. Pay attention, son. This is for your own good. Yo, this is the heartthrob G. Stelio, and you are now tuned in to the Earnestly Speaking Podcast, which means EJ doesn't have to walk the dogs, which means EJ doesn't have to change a diaper, which means EJ got permission from his wife to do this show for you. Bear witness. The Earnestly Speaking Podcast is a show that is founded on free-flowing conversation and may at times venture into mature subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, Ernestly Speaking Podcast. Let's get it. I'm a giant in New York, in Miami carry heat. So much more in store, my product can flood the street. Opinionation Godfather, CEO. Puff in the late 90s, gon' see me blow. Oh, got my hustle on, no imitation of that. Army of untouchables, opinionation staff. Never an all season, homie. Check the numbers. Heart drop in my own right, supply and southern comfort. Earnestly speaking, my ego is well fed. Earnestly speaking, you're too feeble. No threat. See him like a hurricane. You're a mild breeze. Earnestly speaking, leaving Eli a dynasty. Shame. YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Get down. YouTube is Two weeks in a row. <laughs> you know, Welcome I- to the podcast, man. With Kyle Nash, of course. Soon the game report every Tuesday. What's up, Kyle? Hey man, I'm great. I love showing off this uh, the studio that white that my wife built built for me essentially. And um, look to all the Patriots fans that got ticked off at me on Twitter. Um, all I have for you really is get over it. Um, the film is out there. Leave me alone. Cam swag. Boom. Oh, Superman! I got it! Oh my gosh! Dab on him. Yeah. Dab on them, yeah. Um, I saw the little uh, our old friend, Mr. Mojis himself, Ray Harris, and you yeah. got into a little bit, little bit of a uh, discussion. Now, our boy Ray Harris, of course, a big Patriots fan, and you know he's very, 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 you know, the most interesting man on Twitter sometimes. I mean, and uh, yeah, that was an interesting discussion you guys are having on there. Interesting. I thought he just, you know, called me nonsense and then ended up saying the same exact thing I said anyway. No, yeah, so I saw that. I saw that at the end. I was like, wait, you guys kind of saying the same thing in a sense. You know, like what's going on here? Yeah, I you know he's the one throwing slings that I have nonsense, and then he matches. I got I got nothing. I got right. well. Well, even though the Pats did lose, did lose. Yeah, they did dodge a bullet with this Gronk injury. Um. Oh yeah. The report is well. This is, now now here's the thing I, I don't understand, and you know how the Pats are with with how they do things. They never 
always forthright when it comes to these injuries. Like Tom Brady's always on the injured list. You know, he's fully, fully, fully healthy and and all that. You know, um, they're saying that Gronk is now week to week, and it's all about pain tolerance and whether he can, you know, handle that. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know where to go with this. I mean, the injury looked bad because it wasn't so much the way he got hit. It was the fact that his reaction on the field. It looked like, oh my god, this could be a season ender. And of course, if that happened, and we've even seen this all year long, you and I about. Gronk being their MVP, yeah, and their most valuable player. And you know, but when I say that, a lot of the, the Brady stands out there start saying, "Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa Tom Brady." I'm, look, we're not knocking Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is not 25 years old anymore. Okay, Rob Gronkowski changes the way you play defense. Like certain guys, like I always compare to LeBron James. Like when you approach a game, you, you, you okay, you're geared to stop this guy. What he does with his talent. Okay, Rob Gronkowski is that kind of effect on a, on, a, on a defense. Like you're literally bringing two, three extra guys just to stop him, which now opens things up for Amendola and Edelman. Now, with him gone, if he was gone for the year, this AFC is wide open at this point. Yeah. Uh, they, they, oh, it's not even a middle ground. Uh, so, first of all, I, I, let, me, let, me, let me echo these people who think saying Gronk is the Patriots' MVP is a knock on Brady, uh, which, uh, again, you know, that's like saying Jordan is an MVP is a knock on Scottie Pippen. Stop it. Go home. You're drunk. Okay? Look. There was a quote I heard this morning that said, oh, my goodness. It didn't start out with, oh, my goodness. But so much of our offense goes through him. If Gronkowski were out, we would have to change our offense in the way we move the football. Now, you may wonder who had that quote, EJ. And I don't know an athlete's middle name as well as you do. But if I knew it, I would use it. But I'm going to use a different one instead for focus. Tom Bieber Brady. That's the guy who said that. He is on air somewhere being recorded as saying so much of our offense goes through Gronk that we would have to change the entire way we would try to move the football with him off the field. He if, said it. He if, said it. He said it. Brady said it. If that isn't evidence of what we've been saying, to quote you, since week one, I don't know what else is. Get off me, Patriots fans. You're doing it wrong. Okay? Thanks. Yeah, they're all mad. Oh, man. I, I had this conversation yesterday with a couple, couple buddies of mine who disagreed with me. It's like, oh, no, Tom Brady. Watch the way defenses react to this team. It's about what Gronk does. Yeah. Everything else is just, is down the middle. Like, oh, we got Aaron Dolan and Edelman. Yeah, but those opportunities won't be there without Gronk. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand people don't, how people don't see that. I don't understand people don't, do, not, do not see that. I, I don't understand that. Aaron Dobson became a star for this team in 2013. With Gronk on the field. Okay. Mm-hmm. And granted, it's because they had so many receiver injuries. I think Edelman was even among them in this case. The whole Welker situation. If he was still there, which I don't think he was at that point. He was on his way to Denver by then. 2013. Yeah, he's in Denver. You know, Aaron Dobson and Anthony Perkins, I think. Says, I, I, don't remember, I don't remember his last name. I don't know. You don't know who he is now because he's probably not on the roster. But those were the top two receivers and Gronk. Right, you know. Well, they, the, the the path went down. Okay, that's that's the big story of the weekend. Obviously, uh, you know they lost the first game. It is. Um, looking at schedule, I mean, they, they the, the week to week thing. You know, we don't know. It could be two weeks. I, I'm hearing two weeks. Could be a little longer. Could be maybe next week is back. I don't know. Um, but let's just say it's two weeks. They play Philly, and then I believe they go to Houston after that. Right, which you'll be at that game actually uh, in, in attendance. That's right. Um, 
Philly's still a win, right? That's still a win. Philly's is atrocious, which we'll get to later on in this podcast. They're still atrocious. Yeah. They can still win that game, right? At Foxborough, right? I'm, the, dude, the Patriots still have Scott Chandler. Everyone seems to be forgetting that Scott Chandler was still a starter at another offense. What in is Buffalo. wrong with these people? I love Scott Chandler. Oh, he's great. I still have no way. Uh, well, no. I know why he got they got rid of him was because of money. Oh, wait. It couldn't be. They paid Charles Clay even more. I, I, I don't get that. I'm going to say that Scott Chandler is the worst. Um, not the worst. Ac- Charles Clay could be the worst acquisition based on the value of it. But parting uh, with Scott Chandler and then coming back with Charles Clay, I, I just that, that baffles me. There's probably yeah, worse roster moves out there. I just can't come up with them right now on the fly. Okay. Based on based, based on the value, yes, correct. So, paying a lot of money for that guy, but you got another guy who could give you the same production for a lot less money. Better yeah, production, I see that. I would argue. But Clay was good. Clay was good early in the year. Actually, he was he was actually at one point for a good, like two three game stretch uh, was was Tyrod Till's best uh, weapon for a little while, and then well, any 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 tight end is early on when a quarterback is trying to get into a system, right? But I think Watkins was trying to face, uh, trying to get past some injury stuff. I mean, there were a lot of injury issues in Buffalo earlier in the season. Oh so yeah, accident that at that point Charles Clay rose to the top a bit. But the only other decent game he had was a get in one of the Miami games. He managed a touchdown. Ooh, sweet revenge! I, I don't get it. I, I, you know, <laughs> sweet revenge. Now here's uh here's the question now because now look at the AFC. Since he's bounced back and won their game, they're now the nine and two. Denver, of course, beat New England. They're nine and two. Can you see a scenario where maybe New England loses a few more games, maybe one or two more games? Maybe Denver and or Cincy catch fire here late in the year, and then you can see a switcheroo of the seating. Could you see that happening or no? So first off, the Broncos and, and Bengals play each other on the way to finish up this season. So we're right for that game. Okay. Um, I, I don't know who that would be immediately. If I had to pick that today, that's a real, real tough game to pick. Um, once I get more film on Osweiler, you know, I'll, I'll feel better about what I would pick and what decision I would make. Or maybe not. It could still just be kind of a dead heat. I say all that to say this. If you look at Brady's schedule, I think you and I might be in agreement. Granted, I don't have it in front of me, so I could be forgetting something. But the highest likelihood of loss actually comes in two weeks against the Texans. Yes. All of a sudden now that game and Houston's playing very well. All of a sudden now the Houston Texans, not so much a gimme anymore. And then when if Gronk's out there, uh, I don't know. The demons is playing better again. Your boy JJ Watt, I don't know. I mean, you know, he 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 did kind of sack Drew Brees an awful lot, but I mean, you know that that that's not the thing. <laughs> you and your damn man crush. What's that? Damn, you and your damn man crush. You talking about that guy right there? This guy? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking about Russell Wilson, five touchdowns, but that's okay. <laughs> Hashtag you problem. Wait, five yeah, touchdowns? Yeah. You want to take this here? Because I can tear all that apart, please. <laughs> I was kidding. I didn't watch the game. I was being funny. I know you didn't. Because if you did, <laughs> I, I told you. <laughs> all, all the smack I talk seriously, I mean, the five touchdowns aside, um, a lot of breaks were handed to the Seahawks, but Russell Wilson had his best game. He did the most, uh, by far, in 2015 to "quote unquote" earn a win in my mind. Right, correct. That he got. Correct. Um, 
So you most likely the switcheroo won't happen because of that that Broncos uh, Bengals matchup is coming up very soon. Right. Um, Gronk should be back. I would say week thirteen, week fifteen around there, maybe most likely based on the reports. Of course, you you can't trust reports because Bill Belichick and the way he does business is not normal to, to say the least. Um, <laughs> but the Pats, the Pats can still win three more games with the schedule. I mean, they got to play what they play. Houston. We said two the games. We said we said Philly, Houston. Um, there's another game in there, easy game in there. Oh, Tennessee, the Fins are in there too, right? So the Jets becomes yeah. a tougher game now. Broncos Bronco. issue, and then Miami. I guess Miami. Uh, whatever. Miami's um, game. Just, just stop it, okay? Just yeah, stop no, trying to be nice done. to your neighbors, okay? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to. They, they're, they're, they're terrible. They run their team terribly. They're, they're bad. That's it. Okay. <laughs> no, they're, they're, and and here's the, here's the funny part too. A little off topic here. I'm I'm not sure you got one of this story that happened before the year started. Stephen Ross before the season started trolling Mickey Harrison, the Heat owner, saying that okay, now that LeBron's gone, we're going to take this time away from you guys. Now, now is our time. <laughs> Stephen Ross, something that something, that, and of course Mickey got back to him this weekend after the, the loss to the Jets. So yeah, about that. I should hope he did because yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Steve Ross isn't trying to build that team. He has spent money. I'm not going to sit here and say Steve Ross has not done anything to help that team. Yeah, he has spent the money um, to help build that team. I mean, look, he's, he paid out his ass to pay for Sue, which I thought was a, I thought, wow, it was a bad contract because of the money versus what you could have spent around. Well, he is trying, but, but you're, you're, this is the guy who's brought three championships in 20 years. <laughs> what I'm saying? Throwing money around does not equal success. Just see Dan Snyder throwing money yes. at Albert Hainsworth and um, Artem, uh, Adam Archuleta, okay? It, it, How about bringing football guys there, football savants? How about bringing great scouting guys? See your division round, for example, New England Patriots. The record. I, I'm, I mean, that's a good model. I'll even uh, – you, uh, you don't have to go right to the Patriots. Even though they're horrible this year, you know whose model Baltimore? I'll take? I'll take the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, Amen. Is already a Hall of Fame tight end, and – if it were possible to get two busts in the Hall of Fame, he deserves the second one as a GM. There's no middle ground there. Yeah. In my mind. Um, yeah. So, most likely, the Pats will be a number one seed still, right? You think that that's still going to hold up? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you don't see number two seed, maybe? Nothing, maybe no. someone gets fired? Okay. I, I cannot even have that discussion until they lose another game, which I don't think they will. Granted, I did pick 14-2 and two to end the season. I just don't see it happening. Unless Wait, you, so you say they might run the table rest of the, week, rest of the year. Then it's definitely what I'm saying. Uh, unless they they sit Brady in week 17, the rest him, which knowing that yeah, locked up Brady, yeah, yeah. Uh, unless you see that and Garoppolo loses a game, um, that's the only real scenario I see them losing another game. But they won't do that until they have the buy locked up. So right, because I'm I'm 100 sure how this works. I'm not going to sit there and pretend I know to the science what comes first. But if Denver and New England are tied, doesn't tiebreaker go first? No. Uh, I believe conference record, right? it's conference record. That's correct. Yes. It's yeah. good, but whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. if tiebreaker was, if it was tiebreaker was, was the uh, matchup, Denver has that already. That's, in their pocket. So that's, that's good. good. Um, speaking of Denver, week two of Brock Osweiler looked pretty good. I mean, he was shaking early in the game. But he made the plays necessary to make late in the game. Made some great throws in the snow, man. Yeah, Sanders yeah. to to, to uh, Thomas. Um, I mean, this is two weeks now, and 
Denver's doing things they couldn't do with Peyton early in the year. Consistently. Kind of. Well, okay, so first of all, let me say this. You, you okay. talk about this game opening up with Osweiler struggling. That ain't true. That ain't fair. Okay? First of all, the defense came out and had a bad plan in trying to one-on-one Grok with a Gary man. No, not Todd Gurley. I mean a Gurley man. Okay? And right. we saw what happened there. He manhandled manhandled his way to the end zone. Okay? Then... When they're on offense on their opening drive, their first play is a run. You're trying to tell me that Belichick don't see that coming? That they know you're going to try to protect the guy on your on your roster? Uh, that, that you're going to try to protect the guy on your roster that's not a guaranteed Hall of Famer? If you really wanted to surprise Belichick and actually do something with that first track, uh, drive, guns blazing. Mm-hmm. And that's why it failed. Bottom line. Then, okay. If that's how you want to do it, if you're actually surprised by the fact that Belichick is keying the run first, then you decide to open the playbook. Lo and behold, look what happens, man. Look, I'll say this about that. The one single impressive thing is actually something where he was away from the football, and it's him in overtime in the definition of a clutch situation checking to a run. That event, that essentially won that game. Now, granted, that was some garbage defense by the Patriots. I'm taking mm-hmm. away from that, but you know I, I, what he did checking out of that is proof of maturity that people look at him like a rookie because they haven't seen him playing. I mean, the the most movement they've seen in his arms is him raising his arms over his head when Peyton Manning looks like he's about to be rested and then goes back in the game. He's like, "Oh, come on!" That's the most arm movement on a football field in the regular season we've seen in Osweiler. And now he's reading uh, reading offenses in a matter that we can confirm some starters currently aren't doing. Like, uh, I'll pop quiz you right here. Right now, today, Brock Osweiler's already in the top 15, right? Top 20, maybe. Honestly, just I mean, the sample's small. You I'm, have to put him in there. It's a small sample. It's not a good reading, but you can already... I'm, I'm pretty damn sure you can find at least 10 starters, if not... Well, we'll say 16 because that's half the league. But you would rather have him versus them on upside alone. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. Um, and what helps him too also the fact that he has a pretty good team around him as well. Pretty oh, good team. Yeah, I, I, I said that I said that uh, going into this game. While I was never going to be brave enough to pick the Broncos, and I'm not insinuating. I did actually. I picked the Broncos with the game because of the injuries. Um, okay. Once, once Amendola was announced to be dressed. <laughs> Well, okay. Good for you. I'm talking about my weaknesses, not your strengths right now. Stop being so selfish. This is about me. Okay. I'm trying to be a real man over here and bear my soul. And all you men of awesome. (laughs) I am the king of the check down. Not really. But uh, but, when I say all that to say, I made a comment that this is, there are still members of this defense. That carried Tim Tebow, okay? And all that Osweiler has to do is be half of what Peyton Manning is. There's going to be a dangerous team, and we saw that on Sunday. Bottom line. Okay, at this point then, we, we could say now that uh, at least for the f- foreseen future that this is his team right now, right? Are, are we comfortable saying that now that through two and a half weeks, I say half because he played the second half of that KC game, we could say now that at least for the first team future, at least the next two, three weeks, 
he's going to be the starter, right? He has to be the starter, right? So for the for, for the next two or three weeks is the easy question. You're asking the easy question right now, okay? I got to be honest with you. Of course he is. But somebody, I, I don't envy Greg Kubiak. First of all, because up to this point, the best quarterback he's ever coached was Matt Schaub. As a head coach, anyway. All right. I already. Uh, maybe, and, and maybe not anymore. Maybe Brock the two weeks. <laughs> coach, I mean, you know. Um, then he gets a chance for Peyton Manning, who, you know, may not fit his uh, system, but fine. Oh, wait, he's old and his body's breaking down in front of him. Brock Osweiler could conceivably be the best quarterback he's ever coached and end up being the best quarterback he's ever coached. But even still, if you're Greg Kubiak and when you're in the playoffs, you have to try to be the guy that sat Peyton. F that job. I don't want it. Yeah, here's, here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing Kubik does have, though. He has John Elway, who does not give a rip. That's true. But that doesn't change my answer either. I don't want to be the one that's in the meeting room, you know, like one of these scenes out of Hard Knocks, you know. Hey, how you doing? Uh, good to see you, Peyton. Yeah, having a good day today. All right. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm going to cut right to it. Um, we're going to go with Brock today. I, I my, my spine begins to tingle even thinking about this interaction. How? No, not about that life. But if they not don't about that life, yeah, yeah, right. But if they don't do it and they collapse, it's all on Peyton. If they do it, they better do like your Heat did. Specifically, I'm referring to Pat Riley when he told um. Oh my gosh, Van Gundy, Stan Van Gundy. Nah, I got this. And won the yeah. 06 Heat, right. Remember that? <laughs> if you stick Brady, if you slam that proverbial uh, bag on the table, boy, you better come home with at least a Super Bowl appearance, if not an outright win. Well, here's the thing. It, to me, the, the conversation is easy. Peyton, guess what? We're now three quarters in a year. You have nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions. The numbers tell you that. The numbers tell you exactly the problem is right there. He's the 31st rated quarterback in the league. I mean, the film. In a, in, in a league, we just said, we just said that has more bad than good quarterbacks. True. He's, he's the worst of that. Well. Based on this year. Based on this year. Based on this year's performance. That's all, that's all we can go on right now. Man. But, but that, look. Look at Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, the top 10 all-time great. Well, at some point, Father Time wins. Well, that, that's true. Please don't bring up Kobe Bryant in the same sentence as Peyton Manning because of wait, the, why? The, the, the style of human beings that they are are not the same. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to dilute their accomplishments for versus, you know, who we, who we like, don't like off the, off the field, off the court. It doesn't matter. That, that, you know. At some point, you have to either relinquish some control yeah. or you're done. The numbers, he, look, Peyton Manning is at a point now where he's losing games for Denver. He's losing games for them. And he's almost lost more games. He got built up by defense oh, four times this year. He's also won some games with his arm, too. He but, won one game with KC. But two games. KC and Green Bay is the only games I can really remember that he actually won. He set up, he said, um, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him credit. Even though, I'll grant, he started the fire. He's the one that saved all the children in the orphanage with the Browns, too. The yeah okay I'll give that game that's it, but there's been three or four games this year where if a pick six don't happen they lose that game Oakland or a return no I'm with you I'm not telling you it's not true, but I I'll tell you what 
You and I both know it's the right decision. We said that. All I'm saying is I don't want to be the poor bastard that has to tell him. I don't think John Elway gives a shit, to be honest with you. John Elway is that guy. He does not care. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he sent away Tim Tebow while he was still the darling. He would probably tell you I sold the stock while it was priced way too high. So Kyle Nash, you're, you're the coach of the Broncos right now. Brock is your starter going forward until? I, I put stock in Brock, baby. Or okay, so you so you're not in a week on a week to week thing. He's like you're the guy. Win, win, win me a championship. He's well. I'll put it this way. Here's here's the one place, the one place, where being injured for a more significant period of time has actually helped Peyton Manning. In a longer period of time, Peyton's in rehab, and Brock is still officially quote experimental. If he completely melts down, and starts looking like you know. One of those Joe Flacco specials where he throws five interceptions or something. Or Mark Sanchez. Or Mark Sanchez. If 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 he does a butt fumble while throwing five interceptions, he's too tall he, to do that though. He's too tall to do a butt fumble. It has to be like a, a helmet, a helmet. Like oh, never mind. Well, see, that too- if he manages the butt fumble at six eight, you definitely need to pull him, right? That's what. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Better point than you realized. That's at this point. I think what we're saying here. I, th- I think it's Brock's job to lose. At this point, yeah. if if Peyton Manning were back from injury now, he'd be done for the year. The fact that he's still injured and rehabbing gives Brock more time to still be experimental and possibly lose the job, which I don't think he will. Let me ask you a question. All records aside, forget the records. You're an NFL fan. Which division always interests you the most? The North, AFC North, without question. Oh, 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 oh I forgot. You're like you're the, you're the Steeler Ravens Homer. Forgot that. So you're on first and that rivalry, rivalry in the league. There's not a middle ground. Are you high? You tell me another rivalry. Maybe look at my eyes, baby. Who's no, no kidding. in the shape of a Z, <laughs> and he still wins the goddamn game. You find me that rivalry, EJ Christian. You do it. Soft it's ass. So angry. It's so angry. <laughs> I want to say the NFC East just because, uh, but it's not even because I'm a, I'm I'm the Giants fan. It's just because NFC East is always the most interesting division because it's, it's the NFC East. It's 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 the the media capital of the world <laughs> in terms of the, the teams: Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, Eagles. I mean, here we go. Just because all the cameras are there, don't make it more interesting. Now you also have to define it's interesting. I'll give you this, EJ. I sure as hell hate trying to predict the NFC East more than any other division because you never know what the hell, man. Look, Forrest Gump. Ain't got a, a truck full of box of chocolates as far as not knowing what you're going <laughs> to That's what I'm trying to tell you. If that's how you define interesting, psh, I'm, I'm in your camp. I'm in your camp. You're talking about what draws my attention most? Man, I'll tell you what. You have the comedy, comic relief in the Cleveland Browns. Sorry, sportsologist. I said it. Um, <laughs> oh, God. The whole thing with the Ravens and the Steelers and the best rivalry in the NFL at current and the Bengals, not knowing what they're going to do, but they're always a good mid- but team. But they're playing team. They're playing team. That's it. They're ready to dance. You know. Bottom line. The NFC East, the NFC East as follows. Redskins, 5-6. and six. Giants, 5-6. and six. Eagles, 4-7. <laughs> Cowboys, 3-8. And, 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 and the Redskins, the, the, Eagles are, the, the Redskins are division, type, uh, division champions. The worst record in the conference held by your Dallas Cowboys. How about them, Cowboys? <laughs> well, it's kind of unfair though, considering that they had they didn't have Rumble for like for the nine games this year. Bro, the Eagle. I mean, I'll, I'll grant, but at some first of all, the Cowboys should have beaten the Falcons, except for Jason Garrett 
refusing to run the ball in the fourth quarter. The, the Cowboys should have won every single game this year except for the Panthers and the and Patriots game. Should have. I don't know about that. Well, yeah, look at the games. They, look at all the games he lost. Saints game up late. Okay, well, I mean, Falcons game. Yes, correct. Um, who else? They they did they uh, lose there, two. They should have won. There was a two at least two games. I felt like Whedon would have won, and Castle that Cass- Giants game should have won that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying that as a Giants fan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had it. They they tried to lose to the. Oh no, 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 no. That was the Giants that tried to lose to the Niners. My bad. I got mixed up. Anyway, yeah, but that's that's all I'm saying is I don't want to hear about no Romo. It, it was it's a factor, and, and fine, but that doesn't excuse nine straight. As bad as the division is, and as bad as the Eagles are and have been all year long, and the Chip Kelly thing, yeah, they're only a game out. Yeah, they're only a game out. So here, once again, the Giants, the Giants missed a gold opp- This is why I was so pissed on Sunday as a Giants fan. Is that you win this game, you have now put a stranglehold because now you have the Reds- you own the tiebreaker against the Redskins because you beat them twice. Okay, had you won that game on Sunday, but you didn't do that. So there you go. Uh, the Eagles would have been two or three back or two back. Yep, in division, you know, and slumping. The Cowboys will have been dead to rights, of course, at this point. You know, now the Giants losing now makes the division even more interesting, despite the records now. And you look at you look at look at the, the schedules now. Giants schedule ain't that easy going forward. No, still got to play Carolina, still got to play Minnesota, uh, still got a Philly game in there, which is always always interesting because of the division rival thing. Um, they got to play the Jets this week, Miami in two weeks. Ain't easy. It's not easy. You can argue the Redskins actually have the easier schedule. You, you two teams. You could argue that pimping might be easier than the Giants' remaining schedule. Dude, and I mean, yet, and yet, are we trusting the Redskins to close the deal here? No, I, I, I say no. Exactly. There we go. And that's the conundrum this whole NFC East thing. By the way, just real quick, the most unjustified smash talk or smack talk I've ever seen is the "You like that" by Kirk Cousins. The only yeah. thing as bad as that I could come up with in recent history is when Vince Young, as a backup for the Eagles in 2011, tried to call his team a, a dream team. Okay? Oh, That's yeah. how bad it is. And that year it ended at 4-12. and 12. Well, okay. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, here is the Redskins' remaining schedule. Dallas Cowboys. Is, wait, hold on. Uh, no, they played the Eagles for, uh, actually this week first. I think. Hold on. No, it is the Cowboys. Twice, Cowboys, right? Then at Chicago, which I think Chicago wins that game. Me, honestly, Chicago's not is hanging around. Um, thanks to the Falcons, of course. (laughs) 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 Hold on, (laughs) uh, the Bills, which at home, I (sighs) Skins is really is a really good home team. So I don't know. This could be this could be a a washed game here. Eagles at Philly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And at Dallas, see these these two Dallas games are gonna be, are gonna be easy games now because no Romo, Dez still banged up. From by the way, from 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 Jerry Jones, I'm pulling Dez this year. I mean, if he's hurt, that makes sense. I, I'll, I'll say this: you say that those Redskins games uh, against the Cowboys are easy. The Cowboys thought the same thing last year, and that's when Romo got hurt. Was in one of their early losses when they played the Redskins. Yeah. But, so, but. But the Cowboys are, I mean, 
Matt Castle again. Here we go. Yeah. I, I look, no, hey, I'm not saying I'm not going to pick him to win the game, but when you have an O line, which the irony is that as good as the O line is, that all the Romo injuries, you know, that have happened, Reza said to me, well, how could you say that O line's good? It's because teams are out going out of way of their blitz and send more players than they have. And risking that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can't beat them, you know, which tells me that this new running back core. Handle a few issues blocking here and there. Thanks. What's the magic? What 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 magic number do you see here for the NFC East? What like to win the division? What do you see? Eight and eight is is the lock. Nine wins, seven wins, maybe. I if I was a real smart ass, I'd say six or seven. But I think eight wins still takes I, it. As somebody who worships playoff football like I do, I cannot be such a heretic to say seven wins. I'm going to say nine wins. And keep optimistic that somebody does their bleeping job in this bleeping division. This so, for, for, okay, if you say nine wins for the, for the Eagles to do it, they got to run the table. For the Giants to do it, they can't lose no, no more than one more game, as well as the Redskins. Right. I'm looking at the Redskins schedule here. I see it's just a lock wins here. Okay, let's say they split the Cowboys. Okay. Rival. Split the Cowboys. I, the Bears are all lost to me, I think. I think, I, I think Chicago is, better, is a lot better team than people give them credit for. Buffalo is interesting because I, I think that's the game I think really. That's their toughest game of, of the stretch, really, is Buffalo. Because even though Buffalo's been struggling lately, Buffalo's still good enough to win games, you know, on any given Sunday. So I see maybe two wins here moving forward. Three if Philadelphia calls the quits by, by week 16. Which they will. You know? So, um, you know, so I, I remember they, they, they've beaten the Eagles. Who won that Eagle game? They won that Eagle. Yeah, they won the Eagles game, actually, the first time. They did. So, they were they were losing heavy, and uh, and then right. back and on the last drive, right, kind of decided, hey, let's go ahead and do good one drive and win this game. But I'd remind you, by the way, you talk about the Eagles would have to run the table. If that's starting this week, then they're already screwed because they're playing the Patriots on Sunday. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, and that's even even not Gronk. I'm still picking past them in that game big. Yeah, Scott yeah, Chandler, because Brandon uh, LaFell are enough there. Just saying, yeah, because <clears throat> Brady, yeah, because Brady. Meanwhile, the Giants, like I said, you know that Patriots fans that we just said because Brady. All right, suck it. Moving on. <laughs> Ooh. So, last question for the next topic. Yeah. Right now, because this, this is going to change every week. I'm gonna, I mean, I know we're we're going to discuss this story topic every week going forward to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a team right now, win the East. Right now, pick it right now. Who do you think will win the East right now? Do we? I still got the Giants. I still got the Giants, and unless something catastrophic happens, I'm going to stick with the Giants. I know that they have a harder schedule. But if you expect me to show belief in Kirk Cousins, I can't do it. You like that? <laughs> Although, dude, I have to be honest with you, though. I'm, I, I've knocked him for years. He's looked kind of decent the last couple weeks. He's actually looked good. He's, he hasn't had them, those multiple title interception games this year. Against who? Exactly. No, 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 no. I, I get they haven't played in competition. That, that, you're, you're correct, though. I'm just saying that he has looked competent. If that's, if that's the right word to use in this situation. Matter of fact, I'll even build on that. The biggest and best chance for the Cowboys to actually beat the Redskins, perhaps even sweep them, is to watch Kirk Cousins make mistakes and take advantage of them. Yeah. Speaking of mistakes, or not my mistake, and not yours either, because we've been saying this all year long, and people thought, people thought I was crazy. People on Twitter told me, well, you're nuts. Oh, this, this team's real. <clears throat> Oh. What did I tell you? About that? What What did I tell you? Especially you, my friend Danny Thompson of the <laughs> Full Court Press, and the Morning Tip Off. I see you. 
what did I tell you week one? I wasn't even like week one, and then every week we wouldn't run beaten. Said you're a team of frauds, and they'll be caught. What did I tell you about the Atlanta Falcons? I mean, look, I'll be honest. If you said in a week one props, because I wasn't even on that bandwagon. Yeah, I was saying that. I don't trust it. Because he was one talking smack. Oh, this is our year. We're going to win the NFC South. And we're going to do this in playoffs. I'm like, dude, well, you're a good team. Slow down. Enjoy the process. But you've seen the story before, you guys. And the story's still being that is true. That is true. And, and, and I'll, look, I'll give Danny Thompson and Iota a smidge of credit. Okay? The NFC South is a pretty bleeping low bar until we found out the Panthers were going to go 11-0. and Remember what? I mean, in week yeah. one, that's a pretty low bar to be set. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, then we saw them start to play, and they're like, oh, they're 3-0. and Okay, granted, they've only played the Puerto Rican bobsled team, Wasamata U, and your mama University State. Okay. Right. And by the way, games they should have lost, too. Should have lost to Philly week one. Philly blew that game. Um, even though they were down big, they came back, had a lead late in the game, missed a field goal, and that was it. The Giants game should have lost, too. Remember, Giants were five yards from being up 17 in the fourth quarter. So, look, we could go through their whole set of fraudulence. We could talk about their whole thing of going five of the past six, including losing to the 49ers. But I'll and, 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 and Kyle, Kyle, real quick, I could also dissect their six wins and flip them to losses. Remember that Redskins game you and I were talking about? We were texting each other about you pissed about and Suicide League? Remember that? Huh? I was already going to go there. I was already going to go there. We can mm-hmm. suffice it by describing their wins. The overtime with the Redskins you mentioned, because we are like-minded there, and the fact they only beat the goddamn Titans by three points. Get out of my house with your Atlanta Falcons. They're nothing but a bunch of dirty birds. See what by I the way, the Titans without Mariota. Garbage. Just for the record. Everyone else throw more salt into the wounds there real quick. Zach bleeping Mettenberger. Okay? By the, w- by the way... They're six and five now, and I'm looking at the standings, and I don't even think they're in the playoffs at the start of today. Nope, they're out. <laughs> hey, Seattle's number six. Something I thought I'd never say. Thank you, Minnesota Vikings. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I, 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 and I put Minnesota on notice last week on one of my pods, saying that if y'all don't win this week, I don't want to talk to y'all. Apparently, they're like, oh, okay. I guess you're gonna let me in the club now. That's right. Eight and three, and back in first place too in the NFC North. That's the record. Good stuff, oh, Packers. Um, come right in. <laughs> uh, yeah, but here's the, here's the thing now. Atlanta. Now, it's a situation where if the playoffs are today, you're out because Seattle's number six seed now. They just they won a big game against uh, um, uh, Pittsburgh. Right. And you're expecting can't hold, sir. Yeah. Can we say this is going to hold now? I think it will hold. I think this was this is going to hold the rest of the year. No, I can't say that. There's too much imbalance with, with things that are going on. I can't take Seattle seriously yet because here's the thing. I did pick them to beat the Vikings, but the fact that I have to stop and think about that, check that. Let's say that the, 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 the Seahawks had to play the Bears. Not an easy one to pick. You think you could pick Seattle outright? Oh, you may eventually after contemplating it, but it's not an easy pick. And that in itself blows me to be that confident in the Seahawks. That's it. Well, let's, let's go to it. Because right now, now we're at a point now where, look, the Falcons ain't winning the, win the South. No. Carolina's way ahead, though. Yeah. Um, in fact, gonna, I think they clinch this week if they win uh, the, the next game. Um, here's their schedule going forward. 
it's kind of brutal actually think, if you think about it because of the, the road games gonna play. Their next three games on the road. At Tampa, which could yep. be a loss. Yep. At Carolina, which is definitely gonna be a loss. Yep. At Jacksonville, which has been showing some life at least as of late. No sale. That's a win for the Seahawks. I'm not even close. No, on no, 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 no. This, this, this is the Falcons. Oh, okay. The then yeah, the Falcons. Oh God, that is tough. Wow. As I'm saying. Okay. And this was, and Jaguars are playing. They play for jobs. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah that's legit. Then, Car- then Carolina again. Now, granted, Carolina may have things wrapped up by then, so it, this could be open door po- possibly there. Through that, Derek Anderson at the backup position will still beat them. He did a great job filling in for Cam last year. Very true. Good point. And then New Orleans. So you have you have games here, dude. Like I, in terms of give me's here, I see none. I none. I think they'll beat New Orleans. I yeah, think, but will that game matter at that point? Because if Seattle catches five rest of the year and they fall behind, they're done. Okay. Well, you're, you're, uh, uh, so they're going to miss the playoffs, but they're going to beat now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So you, basically, you're saying here. Let's say they lose four to run next four. They're now six and nine. They're yep. done. So let me ask, let me ask you a quick though. On a serious note, why are they bad? Right now, why? Why are the Falcons bad? It's the same reason as every year. Where the hell is the defense? Where's the defense? Where's the defense? Okay, look, Matt Ryan has been keeping people in games much more than he has to be. I'm not as big a Matt Fra- a Ryan fan as you and G Steelio are. I think he's a smidge, a smidge. I mean, I'm talking just a little bit overrated. I'm not gonna tell you he's bad. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Maybe, maybe he's a little overrated, but he's definitely a top 15 quarterback league. If you ask me. Uh, right, well, and, and I'll, 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 let's go with that statement. I, I'm not in the mood to break it down that much. I don't think it's wrong categorically. So I'll say this: right. he's top 15 quarterback in the league, which means he's good enough to, to to he's bad enough to cut maybe, but he's too good to replace easily. And That's he's point. sitting in that world since about the 2011 2012 range and just hasn't gotten out. It's kind of like being friend zoned by Christina Hendricks. It's a painful. Mm-hmm. And that would that would annoy me. Um, <laughs> quickly, <laughs> quickly, to, <laughs> quickly to the Seahawks though, they won a huge game against Pittsburgh. Okay, yep. they're six and five now, and I think I had the tr- I trust them to complete this. Now, the Jim Graham injury could be an issue. No, I mean he's been out and cold all year long, but I think now that's kind of out the way now. They can just focus on what they have now because a lot I know a lot of the issues all year long was trying to get him the ball. Right, and 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 now that's gone now. So they still weren't that good at doing it. EJ, I completely disagree with you here. Graham off the field, I could even argue it's addition by subtraction. No, no, no I, I'm actually agreeing with that. I actually, I'm actually thinking that that actually may be better for them now because they go back to the, to their previous ways of playing. You know, not the one about getting the ball to him all the time. So much for compelling debate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I could it hurt? It, he's still a weapon, yes, but. They spent a lot of portions of the season trying to get the ball to him. They, right. the, maybe one of the reasons why they, they fall apart early in the year was because of that. I, I could be. He probably, he probably doesn't fit this offense. I, I think part of it is, and, and I'm, I'm going to give Russell Wilson credit here, so you make sure you mark this on your damn calendar as the day this happened before you tell me. I it's never. On the phone. It's on the phone. I, I don't think. first, Kyle Nash. Right. Russell Wilson was smarter in the Steelers game more than I've ever seen him be about rolling out with the football, okay? Right. He actually stood in and made some throws, which if I'll tell you what, and this isn't a knock on Russell Wilson. I'm saying he's shown everybody now 
that 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 defense we already knew that defense wasn't good as good as it was say in the past couple of years even maybe last year but they've fallen off more than you may have uh, may have thought the Steelers are an offense first team now and this game against the Seahawks based on Russell Wilson's performance has proven that true well I, I like I said there's really one I, I think Green Bay recovers they're gonna recover and win some games maybe not on the division but they'll recover and, and, and find 10 wins out of there I'll change I don't go ahead to the Lions on Thursday. I'll change my tune there. But I think you're right about Green Bay that they'll bounce back. And since we're talking about the Seahawks, we're incomplete if we don't talk about that Thomas Rawls is doing a great job. That's your boy. That is That's your boy. That is my That's boy. boy. Mm-hmm. By the way, so trust factor lies in Seattle over Atlanta. It's really it's, it's really a two team race. Although Chicago's game behind, although you know Tampa's game behind, rubber hits the road. Seattle's a better team with the four teams involved in this whole race. Oh, sure. Well, look, you're, you're saying so, trust battle, okay? I'm going to trust Jabba the Hutt more than I trust Darth Vader because at the end of the day, if I can find a way to make Jabba money, he's going to be on my side. Darth Vader's always going to cram a lightsaber up my butt, okay? There you go. Kyle Nash, I present to you Seattle's schedule next five weeks. At Minnesota. When? At Baltimore. Win. Two wins there? Yeah. Okay. Cleveland, home. St. Louis home win at Arizona, which may not even matter at that point. Loss. Even if it doesn't matter, let's say Arizona's locked in the two seed by then. Nah, they're, they're still very possible. They're still going to be trying to play. If they're locked into the two seed, I don't think I'll put it this way. If they're locked into the two seed, maybe they'll sit Palmer. Palmer. That's a smart thing to do. I have no reason to believe that they'll be guaranteed a two spot at that point. Uh, simply because if the Vikings continue to do well, maybe maybe they'll fight for it as well. I think, I, think the, I think the one loss here might be the, 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 the game next week. That's it. <laughs> I think they can go 4-1 this next five weeks. If, if that scenario in Arizona especially plays out to be true, like what I just said, then that's, I think that's where Seattle wins 10 games this year. Their, their, their schedule's pretty soft at this point. I got to yeah. agree. Yeah. That's why that game was, Pittsburgh was huge. Which, by the way, I better see a gift basket from Pete Carroll to that official that missed the batted ball out of bounds on Monday night where they actually lost to the Lions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, you know that. Uh, last time, where did you go? And, and then there are one. The Panthers. Yep. Still perfect. Yep. I mean, I, I know Dallas is bad this year, but Vegas had Dallas as a favorite last week. I thought okay. Dallas would win last week. Remember, I picked Dallas on, on this podcast and I thought they'd win the game because I just thought Rumble being back would be enough. Carolina travels for a week. <laughs> now, the Carolina win that game, they destroyed them. Yes. Now, I'm going to let know now. They don't, they're the lone unbeaten team now. Right. Um, the road to perfection at this point now. I, I, you know, every week we, we, find, we try to find holes in this team, and every week we're look, we look, look more stupid. Well. Are they going to lose? Where's, where's the loss coming? So let, let's, let's, let's be clear about one thing. There are holes on this team. There's they're just good enough at what they're good enough at to still keep in control of the football game. Okay. The key is to stop the run, limit Greg Olson, and have a receiver, force a receiver to make a big play. And as many footballs as Ted Ginn Jr. has dropped, and Jericho Cotri being, you know, pretty aged himself, Derek Functious being a rookie. And what's his name? I think it's like Corey or Cody Brown. I don't know. He's a, he's all, a, these guys, all these guys are why is why you're painting my Cam Newton MVP picture. All these guys you mentioned to me. Sure. 
You know the last guy. You know the last person I saw people ma- like that look good. Here, I'll lift off. I'll list off the list of names that he made look good, and then you'll know who it is: Austin Collie, Pierre Garcon, um, Ben Utrecht, Brandon Stokely. Is it my quarterback's brother? <laughs> it is your quarterback's brother. Correct. Yeah, I'm talking about Eli Manning. Peyton Manning as a Colt. Yeah. No, props to Brady, like I said about Dobson earlier. I didn't want to go back to that well because I was just there. But, yeah, certainly, you know, um, Troy Brown's a good receiver. He ain't a number one. I'm just saying. Moving on. Okay. I present to you now Carolina's schedule next five weeks. I, I do this every week, no, the schedule thing. That, that, at this point, this is what it comes down to is this who you play. And, all right, next five games, they go to New Orleans. That's always a tough game because it's, it's a divisional game. That, I could see a loss there, but I'm not saying it's going to happen. <laughs> Atlanta, I could see one because it's, it's one of those weird matchups where sometimes you, you know, Drew Brees decides to show up in one week and, you know. All other things being equal, EJ, please keep in mind that on the strength of an, a, a, good def, a, a good defense, not even elite defense, a good defense in Texas, with the Texans, I should say, Brian mm-hmm. um, Hoyer outscored Drew Brees. Carry on. Well, it wasn't, but to be fair, it was in Houston. This game's in New Orleans. You know how the, the dynamics go sometimes with the home field. Well, um, especially in New Orleans, too, when, when they're, you know. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, that's a win. Yeah, Might as well put two down because you're going to see two of those. This, okay, there are two of those. Okay. This game's interesting because, well, it's my team, the Giants, at New York. You know, I'll tell you. You can't say, you can't say it. Remember, you saw the New England two weeks ago. They can, they're the one those, they play I, up for the great ones. They play down for the bad ones. Screw, screw just New England two weeks ago. How about New England back in, what was it, 2000, when, when the Patriots were, were in the same position and got to the 16-0 in that Week 17, yes. Yeah. Right, that I, was a hell of a football game. One could even argue it may have been more entertaining than the Super Bowl match. It uh, was because of the offense. There was a lot more stuff going on. But, yeah. uh, but. If you think I'm ruling the Giants out here, you're out of your mind. The Giants play up for the bigger teams. Tom Coughlin is a far better coach than Ron Rivera could even imagine to conceive to dream of being. Okay. So that could be that could be one of the losses there. And then Tampa at, uh, uh, at home, week 17. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how Ron Rivera is going to approach this game if they were 16-0, rather. Would he approach it as let's go f- go for the record? Would he approach it as uh, let's do a Jim Caldwell thing and dress our guys? No. I don't know. He he's going to attack. You don't. Yeah, tell you have to. Sleeping Newton to sit down, but that Bucks game, I'm going to say it now. It's a trap. Okay. Yep. Yep. I agree with you there. Anyways, I agree. Anyway, you can follow my man Kyle Nash on Twitter at the SOTG, NGSESports.com. Find all our great work there. And I say great work because we do put in some great work there. All us, us two, all the guys there at the site, great stuff going. We got a lot of great articles there. Check Most it out. NGSC Sports. Oh, and the NGSC Sports Radio Network, Boom. iTunes, Breaker, all of it, Good all job. of it. Boom. Our radio. Hey, YouTube page, Sports Symposium. You know, still a thing. Boom. Oh, yeah. That's right. The symposium. You got another one coming out soon, don't you? Yeah, where's I gotta call up Demos? That should be up already. What's he doing? Do? You have to get. You finished it. You, you finished it. You should have. I would think, unless something went wrong. Because he, here's the thing. He he does work a couple jobs. He might have a you know. A <laughs> but right. if if it's not this week, it should be next week. You're definitely gonna have it before Christmas. So check it out. The Christmas present sports symposium. I won't say it with titles yet. We'll wait till it comes out. Anyway, Kyle Nash. 
A pleasure as always, brother. Honor and privilege, man. Until next time. Dis- go, ahead, go ahead and say it. Class dismissed. Thank mm-hmm. you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.